This episode is brought to you by Honey. We all shop online and we've seen that promo code fields taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that fits in your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online and they range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Thanks to Honey, I was able to save $100 off of Tori's Christmas gift. It was a jacket that he'd been wanting for a long time. And when I did the search, I found a $100 off coupon. And I can say that because I know he's not listening to this right now. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. And when you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds, and as Honey searches for the coupons, it can find it for that site. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com loved. That's L-O-V-E-D. Go to joinhoney.com loved. And now back to our show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Radically Loved Radio. Uh, It is the last Friday of January. It is, I was going to say December, it is January 29th. And we are on day five of our 75 day challenge. And if you haven't joined us, there is still time. You can uh, either go to my links in, in on Instagram and download the free manual. It's all free, 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 free. <laughs> Do you know that commercial? It's like free, 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 free. free, free. free. Call now. One <laughs> free. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. That's Tessa's infomercial for our 75 day challenge. Um, definitely join us. We've got a, a sweet little Facebook community and everybody's sharing their intentions. Still, we've got a couple of people that just jumped on board. So you're not too late. Our next uh, group meeting is not until uh, the mid, uh, the third Friday of February. So you've got plenty of time. Join us. Uh, those of you that want to create long-term rituals. This isn't about doing something quick. This is about a long, long-term goals that hopefully create just better, uh, routines. That's going to create a better, uh, connection to our intention. And we have a really great community doing it, uh, together. So join us. That being said, uh, Tessa, I want to tell you about something really interesting that happened to me this weekend that we haven't talked about. So, I don't know if you know this or not. I think you probably know this, but I, I've not really talked about it a lot. So my dad is a vocalist. He's a singer. Mm-hmm. He 
uh, used to sing mariachi. Like that was his vibe. And so he's been, he used to have like this little cute, I call it cute, cute little solo career when he was younger. So when I was little, like he did the LA circuit, he was performing at La Fonda and uh, Placito Olivera that's downtown in LA. Like he, he was a very uh, well-known singer. Uh, and, you know, as he got older, you know, he, he still would do things once in a while and now, or not now as of the last, I don't know, over the last decade or so he got really into karaoke and there's this really big thriving karaoke scene in East LA and in other parts of, uh, the inland empire, you know, Covina area, Baldwin park, um, Pasadena, where this like group, well, not now. I mean, obviously we're in COVID, but I'm just trying to give you a little bit of background. So my dad's really into karaoke. I mean, he, this man loves to sing. Mm -hmm. And my older sister and I growing up, we, we loved singing too, but like my dad was a stage dad, you know? So we were always, neither my sister and I ever wanted to be in the spotlight. And maybe that's why I have such a hard time doing things on camera because I'm like, I just don't enjoy it. It's not really my thing. I like to be behind a microphone. Uh, I can talk to people, no problem, but being in front of a camera, it's, I, I don't, it's not, I don't really like it. I don't enjoy it, you know, unless I'm like sharing, uh, teaching a class or whatever. At that point, I feel like I'm actually sharing value as opposed to, Hey, look at me. Right. So, hmm. so anyway, Dad was a stage dad. So anytime, you know, he wanted us to perform a song with him or do something, it was always really anxiety producing because he was very encouraging and a very loving dad. And I love my dad so much, but he was very perfectionist, you know? And so I think the way my sister and I dealt with it is we just didn't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> like, we're not interested in, huh? in doing any performance art. So we kind of defaulted to doing things behind the scene, behind the scenes. That being said, over the last year, because of COVID and things like I've not seen my dad and my dad normally performs every Saturday night and Tori and I, we had this tradition. We'd go see him on the weekends, uh, especially since moving back to LA and we would see him perform in front of all of his, Tori calls him his little cronies, all his little like fans. <laughs> and it's fun. You know, it's, you know, everybody's eating delicious food, you know, it's typically at a restaurant and it's, it's a good time. Obviously we haven't done that all year. Mm -hmm. So I was really craving and everybody in my, like not everybody, but a lot of the people that I grew up with are some sort of, they're into some sort of artsy thing. Like my best friend, who's like my brother, I grew up with since we were kids. He he's like, I call him my brother. I mean, we are like, related, you know, it's, he's my brother, he's in a, a heavy metal band. So he's an artist, he's a singer, you know, he's a guitar player. And so we have this little pod of people that during COVID we've sort of, uh, quarantined together as a little pod. Um, the girlfriend that he, his girlfriend, uh, Jessica, who's also a friend of ours now, like she gets tested regularly. She works in like a, a med spa. And so I know I'm giving you a lot of background, but there's a point to all this. So one of the times we were hanging out, you know, towards, it was around maybe like right before Thanksgiving. Um, I was saying how I missed going to see my dad karaoke and how I was, you know, and there had been times where Tori and I might jump on stage and do a karaoke song, whatever, just for fun. And I'd said, Hey, you know, I've been really having this desire to, to sing karaoke. And so for Christmas, 
he got us some karaoke microphones and like a little karaoke setup. And yes, cool. yes, yes. <laughs> and so last weekend, we finally got around to setting it up. And he came over with with Jess. It was she was selling celebrating a birthday. And so we're like, Oh, let's use this as a little like, birthday party, you know, we'll get together, we'll sing some songs, like, it'll be great. We were up until 3am Saturday night. Oh, I was partying, partying. <laughs> and it was so much fun. And, and I know it was a long winded story. So I, I want to hear if number one, you've ever karaoke before, if you like to sing what your experience has been. And um, second, I know, you're going to have to come down here at some point. Are you down to karaoke? Oh, hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> um, and also, can I, when we can, I'd love to see your dad perform mariachi. And oh, um, he's got and a YouTube channel, just so you know. Oh, you can watch. oh <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I need some light in my life right now. I need to share it with my husband, Jorge, who's also a big fan of mariachi. Um, yes, please. <laughs> yes, all of that. Goodness, this is hilarious. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know that I'd ever, but anyway, the reason why I bring it up, there's several reasons. Number one is just because I think it's so much fun to, mm -hmm. to share those things. What is going on with my camera? It keeps doing this thing where it's like, oh, I think it's just because the light, the sun's going down. Hold on one second. Yeah. It's like focused. Okay. Here we are. So I just turned on the lights guys. Sorry about that. If it's a little bright, um, you know, for me, I guess, the backstory of growing up with somebody who was a performer, always feeling like I couldn't ever, I wouldn't, well, my dad is an excellent singer. I mean, I'm not saying that just because he's my dad. I mean, I would be the first person to be hypercritical, but he is an excellent, very talented, uh, prolific singer. And of course, my dad always sings these like heartbreaking my heart is broken songs, you know, mm. and it's just so he, he's a melancholic type of singer that just gets straight to your heart. And so I think I always felt like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I can't really sing. So I'm not a singer, but I enjoy the experience. And it was just making me think of, you know, the last couple of people we've had on the show, Mark Meepo or Sahara, you know, with her dance uh way of just expressing her her spirituality and mark nepo's ability to yeah like just be poetic and mm -hmm. be free with his creativity and wade lightheart's like prolific spirituality uh connection so i i was just really thinking like why why is that why do we do this thing, right? Where we kind of block ourselves from shining our best light or even not necessarily if we think it's our best, but just our form of expression. Like, why do we stifle mm -hmm. those parts of us that want to be expressed? I'll tell you, like, I can't remember the last time I stayed up until 3 a.m. <laughs> right? Like that yeah. was insane. I definitely had a nap because, you know, I still had to wake up to do my practice and stuff, but yeah. I was uh, party hungover. I, I, you know, it's like I don't, I don't indulge in the spirits very much. But I was hungover. I was like, my throat was raspy. I mean, we're singing like 
Alanis Morissette and uh, No Doubt and like heavy metal songs, (laughs) country, we're seeing country songs. Like we just were basically going through, there are so many karaoke songs on YouTube. Oh yeah. That's perfect. Cause then I bet you can read the lyrics, right? Yeah. I mean, it's karaoke. You have to, Oh, Tori plugged in our, we don't have a television in our living room, but we have this TV that we would use, you know, whenever I would do live classes on zoom that we would put out so I could see everybody. So Uh he just hooked up that big monitor and we, yeah, it was like big. And I even have like a little nebula laser light thing that I have in here. And I put it in there. I literally, yeah. Did you see, I posted about it on Instagram. Oh my God. So cool. I had so many people DM me about where I got it. By the way, I got it on Amazon. Um, and if you're curious about it, just send me a DM on Instagram and I'm happy to, to send the link. I sent the link to like 12 people. (laughs) I was like, where'd you get that? I'm like, I don't know. It's on here's the link. Uh, but I plugged that in. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's it that's my share for today karaoke the karaoke life so good yeah well to answer your question I um I did a lot of karaoke I lived in Japan for about six months oh and Japan Japanese culture oh they love karaoke and so you go to these rooms and like you rent out this whole room so it's you and your crew of friends and you can order food and drinks and um I think we would like, they, they rent it for like two to three hours, two to four hours. And you can always add time on, but oh my gosh, it's so fun. And I resonate with your dad. Like I always went with the melancholic songs. Like it was counting crows. Oh, yes. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, Folk, I love folk music, like Indigo yeah. Girls and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, that's what we're missing. Yeah, we did some Blondie. Like, mm. we we were we went, we went were doing Heart. We were doing, like, oh, we definitely miss some some Black Crows, Counting Crows, Candlebox. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Candlebox. I haven't thought about them in 20. Listen, put you, you're... <laughs> A, a pro tip put that album on that Candlebox album I mean it will be a blast from the past I I, I loved Candlebox I loved all all the boys from Candlebox I had a crush on I was like I want a boyfriend that looks like this <laughs> Seattle that's from Seattle that's oh, totally yeah. grunge you yes. know yes obsessed For sure oh, gotta break out the flannel and <laughs> yeah. oh not wash you- my hair for a while <laughs> exactly did I tell you that I got some doc I've had docs I've always had docs I mean you've known this like Molly and I rock the doc, doc Martins like still to this day but I got some cool new docs for Christmas oh, from Tori. I was like, what do they look like they're called the Jordan so they're like a more of like a platform doc it's really I don't have anywhere to wear them too but no right <laughs> but it's just like taking me back I think I'm going through this like 90s phase in my life right now <laughs> the What's 90s happening? revival yes so I'm I'm saying let's bring it back maybe we have some 90s trivia next week we can Ooh, we can yeah. kind of play that that'll be fun let's do it um so okay so that being said <laughs> what a great <laughs> intro to to uh Dr. Axe's uh, episode. So today, my friends, uh, we have Dr. Josh Axe on the show and he's talking about the working theories behind Eastern medicine. He lends his expertise to explain the root causes of many diseases. He also talks about the psychological and spiritual interventions that play a role in healing. And it was 
such an incredibly insightful episode. And uh, Josh and I connected uh, even after the episode and we've actually been in touch since we recorded. Um, He's really, he, I mean, we were on the phone for like hours afterwards. We were just kind of geeking out on a little bit of the science. And he was just kind of explaining different things for me that I could do because I, I talked about my health on the episode and just kind of the fertility stuff I've been going through. And we were able to have a really in-depth conversation. He gave me a a plan, a protocol to follow, and I've been doing it. And um, I mean, look, 75 days of wellness obviously helps. So I'm like on this good health kick right now. I've been working out every day. I'm feeling really connected to my body. And and I learned so much uh, about just the the secrets of healing herbs and uh, essential oils and CBDs that he talks about in the book. So in the in this episode, he goes into how uh, Western medicine focuses on fixing symptoms instead of targeting underlying disorders. Many people continue to experience additional adverse effects, even with therapy. Uh, he talks about the contrast, how in Eastern medicine, they take a more holistic approach by looking at root causes. He talks about how our diet uh, can cause health issues. He talks about food and hormones. He talks about how emotions impact our health. Uh, we talk about building a positive mindset. I mean, we really go in and fortunately we did the episode with Mod Pod. So quality is perfect. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I'm excited to uh, hear what you think of this episode, Tess, because I know that you're also really passionate about all things health and wellness. Yeah, for sure. And I actually have some of the, he makes a protein powder. That's like a bone broth protein. Oh, powder. that's I ha, I've been having it every day. Actually. Yeah. I, I, I think we talk about it on the episode. I use it every day and I think you, I gave some to you, right? Yeah. That's what I have. And I mean, I've tried so many different, just protein powder alone, like is one of those things that I continually research because there's so many different additives in it. Um, like aspartame stuff that, you know, your body just can't Mm -hmm. digest. And so what I love about that bone broth is I think that's like one of the only ingredients. I mean, it's very minimal and it's all things that your body can digest and absorb nutrient wise. So yeah, I'm excited to hear what else he has to say. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) One of the, I'm going to just read one of the quotes from this episode because it was so good. Cause we go into this as well. Uh, the, so the sort of psycho spiritual, um, aspect of our health. He says, if somebody's saying they want to care for their immune system, the number one thing they can do, the first thing is to forgive. So I was like, oh, that really hit Mm. that hit home, you know, thinking about how much our emotions play a role into our overall well-being. So I'm excited to hear what you guys thought and what you guys think of the episode. And um, yeah, let us know, keep us in touch and, uh, yeah, enjoy. I'm going to try and not smile while I talk and be serious. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Axford, for being here today. I've been so looking forward to having this conversation with you. Uh, we were chatting a little bit before we started recording, but, um, I found you, uh, your products, um, ancient nutrition a few years ago, uh, two and a half years ago, I think I was in the middle of this really intense health journey, um, with trying to get pregnant and I was kind of having a really hard time. And I 
I can't remember so, who referred me, but but said, oh, you, you know, you should really try this um, this bone broth supplement by um, Ancient Nutrition. It's really it's really good, and you know, you can get because I was vegan for a long time, and so the minute that I started taking it, I everything went back to normal. Like, I know this might be TMI, but you're a doctor, so I can say this. Uh, sorry, Ed, I know you're listening to, but like my period came back yep. and I was just feeling, um, so much stronger and, and healthier. And, you know, since, since then I'm still, um, my fertility journey has taken a little bit of a turn and we're kind of exploring different options at the, the moment, uh, full transparency, but um, I still take my bone broth every day. So I think about you all the time because I'm like, oh, wow. this is so good. And then I went into um, listening to your podcast and just reading everything that you've written about and following you on social media. So when I found out that you you just wrote this new book, I was so excited and I was just like determined to have you on the show. So again, thank you so much for being here. Well, hey, I'm, I'm so honored to be on. And uh Hey, you know, anytime you want to talk about, uh, you know, we can talk about hormones, fertility. Yeah, I'm always excited to talk about those things too, because I've worked with a lot of people on those things. In fact, we just, uh, my wife and I, Chelsea, just had our first child. Uh, she's eight, eight months old now and uh, just started. I mean, it's amazing. Not crawling, now crawling, going everywhere. So oh. anyways, it's uh, it's been a, a fun, fun season. Yeah. So just, uh, um, I also just turned in my manuscript a couple of weeks ago. So I know how wow. arduous this, I know, side note. Congrats. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I know how arduous this process is when you're writing a book. So were you writing it after your baby was born or before? Like, how was that process for you? So I, I actually turned it in maybe uh, two months after uh, Arwen, our daughter was born. So yeah, it was about two months after. So it was kind of, it was during my wife's, you know, during her pregnancy. And uh yeah, I mean, I, I the, the book writing process for me now, because I've written a few before. I think the first one was a little more intense. Now, this one I actually probably did spend more time on than any book, though. Um, this was really my biggest passion, and the book's called Ancient Remedies. But I really wanted to get into, uh, you know, a lot of the things using food as medicine, getting to the root cause of disease. Because one of the things I see so often, Rosie, is people go to the doctors today. And they just say, hey, here's a drug or even some of the holistic people. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's an herb or supplement, yeah. but it's still not getting to the root cause. And so that's one of the things I wanted to do. So anyways, all that being said, I spent a lot of time on this book because it was my it's the one I'm the most passionate about. And I think it's the book I'm the most proud of for sure. Yeah. And the the subtitle is Secrets to Healing with Herbs, Essential Oil, CBD and the Most Powerful Natural Medicine in History, which to me is I'm like, I'm sold. Um, so, you know, it's interesting to me that, you know, given all of the information that we have now in the world of wellness and health, how many people still don't incorporate a lot of these foods into their diets. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think, I think for a lot of people, I think it comes down to, 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 to mindset. I think if you're a person saying to yourself, you know what, I want to be the best I can be. I think you start to gravitate towards this, um, some of these natural principles. I also think there there is a group of people in the world who uh, just sort of believes whatever the mainstream tells them. And I think that's the biggest thing. If somebody is just, hey, if mainstream media told me this or my doctor or the conventional medicine, that system told me this, that's what I'm going to do. If you're down that path, you, you, you're not going to be very healthy. It's just, it's it's not 
that it's it's very shallow, okay? Versus if you're on this other side, and it's what I'll call more of that Eastern medicine side and really looking, it, it, it really is looking at, I mean, it goes deep. That's one of the things I'll say. It, it looks into, let me give you an example of this. If somebody has hypothyroidism, just it's very, a, a lot of people have this condition, a lot yeah. of women specifically. Um, if you go into a conventional doctor, their whole thing is take Synthroid, take a drug, and that's going to manage your symptoms. It may help a little bit with your uh, thinning hair or fatigue, but it's just managing a symptom. The problem with that drug is it starts pulling vitamin B12 from the body. It pulls folate from the body. It pulls all of these nutrients out of your body. So then over time, then you're actually going to continue to have more fatigue. And then a lot of times start gaining weight and having other issues. It's going to start to affect your metabolism. The ancient way of taking care of that is, and let me say this too, then what natural practitioners might do is they might say, okay, here's some iodine. And I'm also going to recommend that you eat better. Let's get rid of the gluten, the casein. My method is not my method. It's the method that's been practiced for over 3000 years. It's Chinese medicine. It's Ayurvedic medicine. It's biblical medicine, Greek medicine by Hippocrates. It's those forms of medicine that said, okay, why are you having the thyroid issue? Well, according to Chinese medicine, it's called a qi and yang deficiency, which means your qi, that's all adrenal. Okay. It means like, essentially imagine you have a battery on your body, like on your phone. Is it at 80%, 50%? We've got to pump up that battery. The biggest thing that drains that battery is your diet, your lifestyle, and your emotions. Emotionally speaking, the emotion of fear. Fear mm -hmm. drains it. And it's not the fear that you're thinking of. Like a lot of people think of like, Hey, a light, like a, a bear is chasing me. It's more, I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of letting others down and disappointing people. My parents, my, my, whatever it is. And so fear starts to drain those adrenals. Your adrenal is really what supports uh, your, your thyroid hormonally, because your adrenals are responsible for cortisol, you know, all those things. And the other thing is your digestive system is also affects the thyroid. And so if you have leaky gut to where you have a lot of in, in, you know, intestinal inflammation that affects it. So all that being said, what I would do if somebody has hypothyroidism is I would say, okay, diet wise, we need to really support your digestive system and your hormonal system. So let's go ahead and add in some bone broth. Let's add in some pumpkin, which is very good for your digestive system. Let's do green leafy vegetables and berries, which are good for that hormonal system, some healthy fats. And then from a supplement standpoint, the chi and yang boosters in Chinese medicine, ashwagandha is number one. On the other side for digestive slash thyroid support is astragalus. And then, hey, let's look at some nutrients. Let's make sure we take some probiotics. Let's get this healed up. And then let's affect, let's take care of your emotions. The two emotions that most affect thyroid are number one is fear. Number two is worry. Okay. So if somebody's constantly or obsessiveness or trying to be controlling and controlling things you can't control. So anyways, those are the two systems that are most affected. Actually, those are also the two systems that are most affected with fertility as well. Yeah. So with fertility, it's your adrenal slash hormonal system, which is related to the emotion of fear. And there's lots of types of fear. Um, uh, fear of not being as successful as the world or as you think you should be or trying to strive or achieve too much. Like that's that that affects conception. But actually, if someone has a miscarriage or has a trouble carrying, that's more upper digestive. That's pancreas. That's more of an insulin issue. So there are certain foods and herbals for that that have been used for a lot of time. So I know you didn't ask me all that stuff, but all that being said, that's what I look at and how I see the body is what is the root cause of what's really going on here?
Yes. I mean, to me, I will just, all of that information is so incredibly helpful. And I know that there's a lot of people that even I know that suffer from the same sort of ailments. Um, I know that you are, you talk about this in the book a lot, the different foods that are going to help support organs and your body function. This podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Last year, you all know that I took the reins back on my health, and Athletic Greens has been a keystone to making that happen. I've been using Athletic Greens over the last year in my smoothie every morning. One tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multi-mineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more. All of that combined is designed to fill any nutritional gaps in your diet. Not only has this increased my energy levels, but it's also helped my immune system overall. It's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free and contains less than one gram of sugar without compromising on taste. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during this crazy time. They're offering my audience a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. Basically, you'll never have to buy vitamin D ever again. Simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash loved and join health experts, athletes, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash loved and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five travel packs today. And now back to our show. What are the most, what are, for you and your practice and just in your work, what is the most common ailments that, that people have that's a direct cause of the food that we eat? Oh, wow. Um, so I would say I'm going to give two and, and it is the two that I mentioned to a degree. I, I think that the, the biggest are digestive followed by hormonal issues, then followed by immunity issues. Those mm. are the three that I think that I see the most of when we're talking about digestive issues, here's the thing, here's the thing about digestion is you want to consume foods that are easy to digest and that are reparative. You know, I I think that, um, and and so here's an example, like coconut oil is a good fat because your body has to go through the least amount of steps in order to break it down. It's very easy. Like your body has to go through three steps to break down uh, medium chain fats versus about 17 to 20 steps to break down long chain fats that are found in like other types of fats. Um, bone broth is great because it's already in an amino acid form, not a protein. It's broken down amino acids. So your body's literally having to do almost nothing. It's just absorbing it. Cause a lot of times people think that food heals them. Here's the big thing to know. Food does not heal you. Your body heals itself. So if I have a cut on my hand here, I don't need to feed it broccoli. I just need to protect it but then my body heals it. It's the same with your body. Foods help change your environment. They give your body the building blocks it needs to repair itself, but your body heals itself. When you're eating things like processed dairy, um, that's a good example of one. That's really, really hard on your body to digest because when it's been pasteurized, there's no enzymes. So now your body's like, I've got to create all these enzymes for myself. And anyways, uh, and then I've got to break down this protein casing. And then I got to break down this, this, this carbohydrate lactose. So it's just very hard on the body. So if you want to heal your digestive system, 
eating loads of cooked vegetables, organic meat, certain fruits like pears and blueberries, uh, pumpkin, like those are the most easily digestible foods. So that's what you should eat. So like, like crock pot meals are super easy, like chicken vegetable mm -hmm. soup. So that's how you heal your digestive system. And then there's herbs like ginger, which reduces inflammation, astragalus, which is strengthening licorice root, which is strengthening. And then do you want me to talk about hormones? Yes, okay. please. And then I'm waiting. And then hormonally, hormones so much are about, I mean, really the adrenals are a really big deal focusing on supporting those. Uh, and so, you know, I think hormonally you really need to lower the carbs and increase the healthy fats. Hormones by nature are made of fat. Like here's the other thing I tell people, there are no essential carbohydrates. There are essential fatty acids. There are essential amino acids slash protein, but there are no, so we have to have certain fats, three fats we need to be getting, omega-3s, those are gonna reduce inflammation, those are important. So wild-caught salmon or uh, chia, flax, hemp, walnut, those are good. The, the medium chain fats uh, or saturated fats, getting saturated fats from things like coconut, those are fantastic. You can find those in certain types of sustainable palm oil and certain animal by, uh, products are gonna have some good fat. And then you're gonna have the uh, omega-9s. That's like avocados and olives and some nuts and seeds. But avocados and olives are fantastic. So getting those fats and then knowing what your hormonal issue is. If your hormonal issue is more, um, let me start with like PCOS and uh, PCOS, which also is a cause a lot of times with fertility issues. But PCOS is an insulin issue, almost completely insulin related. So cinnamon fenugreek, holy basil, also known as tulsi. Those are great herbs for bitter melon is another good one. Those are really great for that blood sugar insulin issues. Um, if it's more related to PMS, so often PMS is actually an issue con, uh, related to the liver and the blood. And this is why a lot of times uh, doctors will prescribe, if they're holistic, they'll prescribe something like milk thistle because milk, milk thistle helps your body get rid of Xeno, these fake estrogens that are in everything from skincare products to the plastic bot, all the stuff. There's lots of those, but milk yeah. thistle is super effective for that. And then Don Kwai. If a woman is having a lot of bleeding during, during their menstrual cycle, by far, not even close, Don Kwai is known as female ginseng. It is really powerful at nourishing, strengthening, building the blood, which is important for a lot of things. And last one hormonally is those adrenal supporting those adrenals. Um, that's where the adaptogens come in. The ashwag ashwagandha, uh, if it's more hypothyroid, if somebody though is more, they don't have hypothyroid, but the energy is still low. They just feel off. Romania is really good. That's a Chinese medicine herb. And then and then, you know, Rishi, so any of the adaptogens are good. And then one more hormonal thing. If, if, the, if you're having issues with PMS and some fertility th things too, that sort of thing, I like Vitex known as Chasberry. But, but I think with a lot of these things I mentioned, like 50% might be diet slash lifestyle, but 50% is emotions. I mean, that's one of the things I can tell you that the biggest thing we're missing today outside of understanding real diet, it's this not is not recognizing that every single emotion we experience affects a different organ system, both positively or negatively. So give you an example of this. I'm, I'm going to try and do this in two minutes. So then I'll let you talk. So, cause I don't <laughs> no, go, go. 
go for it. Go ahead. But I think this is just foundational. So like the emotion of fear causes disease in your reproductive organs, in your adrenals. Th yeah. Think about this. If a child has a nightmare, they have fear. What happens with that? Oftentimes they'll wet the bed. So we know that the emotion of fear causes dysfunction of your kidneys and bladder, those reproductive organs. We know fight or flight state affects adrenal. So we know fear affects hormonal health. Worry affects digestion. Think about it. Somebody say, oh, my, you know, my, my stomach's in knots if they're, if they're having a lot of worry. We know that affects the, it can cause stomach aches, digestive issues. If somebody has a lot of worry, it literally shuts down their stomach and their pancreas. If somebody has a lot of anger, uh, anger, frustration, impatience, it's all liver. Why do we call somebody an angry drunk? Why, if they drink too much alcohol and there's all these liver issues, do they, it's anger is that emotion they experience. Because again, that's the, that's what affects that grief. Grief is not, it, grief is to, can be depression, but it's also, I've had this thing happen in my past. I was abused verbally, hmm. physically, whatever it might be. And I've never let it go. So unforgiveness, grief, something that happens in the past that someone has not fully moved on from shuts down the immune system. It's the lungs. It's the colon. I've seen patients before who they had something happen to them years ago. That's when the onset of their immune or autoimmune disease kicked in. And last one here is anxiety. Think about this. You have a lot of anxiety. Your blood pressure rises, right? So, and here's the other crazy thing emotionally too, like autoimmune disease, that's where your body's attacking itself emotionally, when people have immune disease, what the root of it is, that person is attacking themselves emotionally. They're too hard on themselves. I'm not good enough. They're beating themselves up about things from the past, all those things. So, and I could get into a lot more like breast cancer, but it's on the left side versus the right side. The left side is all that that's the left side is yang in Chinese medicine, which means you're, it's the side that's giving. So if somebody has breast cancer on the left side, here's the root cause. Every time it's I give and I give and I give and I have nothing left. It's moms out there. It's like, I've given everything. Hey, I'm, I'm signing up for the fundraiser. I'm bringing the kids to soccer practice. I'm working full time. I need to be super mom and I've given everything and I have nothing. That's left side of breast cancer. Right side is I'm not in touch with my feminine side. That's, that's yin. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like I, I had somebody who, I know a friend of mine, Alex Lloyd, he had a, someone he worked with, her name was Hope and her dad named her Hope because he hoped she was a boy and raised her like, and so anyways, yeah. so that actually affected her. She wasn't in touch with her feminine side, affected her hormones, that whole, so anyways, wow. I know I just said a lot of things, but here's the big takeaway. Our emotional health affects our physical health just as much or probably more than the food we eat. And this is also why Rosie, why I love what you do, because when people are practicing the proper mindset and getting in those positive emotional states of gratitude and joy and purpose, it's the most, it's more powerful than nutrition in most cases for actually healing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you said so, so much of what you said. I mean, we can dig in for hours and hours, but just to, um, you know, your mind, when you're hearing information, you're trying to place the puzzle pieces. And all I kept thinking is like for myself, yes, anxiety. I mean, I grew up in my uh, sympathetic nervous system, the first like 15 years of my life, right? You know, being in a gang riddled environment, living through drive-by shootings, you know, like all of this chaos that you grow up in this really visceral environment. And then by the time I was a teenager, yeah, I had anxiety. I had to be on medication for anxiety. I had an autoimmune disease, you know, all of those things that came up, which is 
were the the catalyst to send me thankfully thank god to send me into the world of health and wellness because it was really what helped restore me back to balance albeit obviously now there's different things going on but i think it is 100% tied into the emotional body as opposed to my physical body or my physical form it has more to do with you know excavating and dealing with all that which i would love to dig in to not sure. right now um <laughs> like, i'm like i'm happy to talk about that with you off off the record uh here in, in front of everybody or and I, i'm it's not like i wouldn't share but i think that there's still a lot of processing that needs to happen and actually i'll just tie this yeah. into another question with where we are just during this crazy time and people are really being faced with their own health and their lack of wellness. Um, yeah. they're, in, they're finding that maybe their immunity is down or they're getting sick, you know, all of these different things that are happening. People are paying more attention to doing the, the pre health things that they need to do so that they're taking good care of their immunity as opposed to after the fact. Right. Yeah, I absolutely see that. I do have to mention one thing though for you, per, like just so <laughs> in Chinese medicine. So, so, so in Chinese medicine, there's something called the five elements. Yeah, and it was essentially the first personality profile, which then leads you to how you deal, how all of us deal with different emotions, and then what organ yeah. systems affected. So, there's those five elements. And by the way, in my book, Ancient Remedies, like I have a quiz there where people can find out what they are. And there, and then there's a personalized plan. That's one of the other things too. Oh, it, whether it's Ayurveda or TCM or anything else, like there's not one diet for everybody. I see people thinking like, oh, there's this one diet and this, hey, it worked. How, how many people listening right now are watching? You had a friend do a diet and it did wonders for them. And then you've tried to do it and it didn't work for you. That every, you know, everybody, and the reason is, is that you are a unique person, but the ancient practitioners knew that. And so there are specific diets. So they kind of lay out five specifically that are more powerful mm -hmm. for different people. So I can tell by looking at people, what element they are. So you're most, most of the time, you're most likely a fire element, which means you're, uh, which, which, which tend, tends to mean like you are, um, you do great with people. You have a, a uh, you're going to be yeah. passionate, like really passionate about what you believe in. And, yeah. um, and so anyways, but the emotion you will experience, like me, it's frustration. If I come into conflict for you, it tends to be one of two things, either anxiety or that fires me up, you know, oh, like yeah. that's how, that 100%. tends to be how you're, I'm anyway. also Hispanic. So, you well, know, there's that. Na nationality wise, <laughs> also countries tend to have more and. Hispanics and Italians tend to be more of the fire elements where Germans and people in Japan tend to be more metal anyways. So to answer your question about immunity, I think that people are absolutely more aware now of the importance of taking care of themselves. Because here's the thing today, when you look at certain things going on in the world today and certain, uh, you know, different things that people are worried about from, from, you know, viral infections and all these things. Here's the one thing we know people are more susceptible when they are immunodeficient. Hmm. Every doctor will tell you that who's most at risk. It's immunodeficient and it's elderly. What are, what, what are the people elderly tend to have issues with? It's immune. It's their immune systems are down, especially their lungs from lack of movement too, and certain nutritional deficiencies. So, so, so 
I think that people now are more aware. If somebody's saying they want to care for their immune system, the number one thing they can do, the first thing is forgive. That is the biggest emotion that shuts down our immune system. Or if you've had something happen in the past, like maybe you had this job you wanted or this thing, or you thought you'd amount, you know, do this thing and you never did it and you're still living with it. But again, forgiveness and, and moving on from the past, writing down, going through and exercising, letting things go, letting the things go. Number one thing you do for your immune system. Number two, consume a diet that's rich in yellow foods, orange foods, and green foods that are specifically typically vegetables, some meat and fruit. So yellow foods, that color is for the immune system. Chicken broth, uh, ginger, garlic, um, pears actually are very good for the immune system. So eating those foods, green leafy vegetables, lots of those that are cooked ideally, like chard, spinach, kale, broccoli, and then a cauliflower, that's a white slash yellow food. And then uh, the foods that are um, a, a orange, pumpkin, super, super good for the immune and digestive system. So eat those foods. And then from a supplement standpoint, here's the three big nutrients and the three big herbals that are good for immunity. Zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, most important for immunity. And elderberry, echinacea, astragalus. Those are the three herbals that are the most powerful for our immune system. So if somebody is saying, and listen, if you're wanting to say, Hey, I can only take one thing or two things, then I would do elderberry and zinc. I think those are the first two I would take if you're saying, or if you haven't seen the sun in months and months and months, then vitamin D is probably pretty important as well. Yeah. I used to live in Portland, Oregon for a couple of years and I was, my hair was falling out. Yeah. I wasn't getting enough of I had no idea how much of a thing that was. And I couldn't figure out why my hair was falling out and why I was having all of these digestive issues. And, and that, you know, I finally went to my acupuncturist. I found an acupuncturist in, in Portland and she was like, you need to take, you're not getting enough sun. You grew up in Southern California. Yeah, You are not getting the amount of sun that you're probably used to. So that's, that's really wild. I love that you're saying all the different, um, the color and the taste um, for the people that are listening to this right now and are wanting to, you know, it's the beginning of 2021 and maybe they didn't have a great 2020 um, with regard to what you said about mindset, which to me is, is like you said, I mean, it's such a huge component to our overall health and well-being. What would you say to the people out there who are struggling to set a goal or make an intention because they're, they're still in this fear-based place because of the the trauma that they experienced in 2020. Yeah. So, so here, here's my advice and I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about my faith and spirituality. And if, Hey, if you don't share everybody listening, then I, uh, you know, I'm sorry if you're offended, but, um, I'm going to share it. So, no, please do. He, and, and, and I always try and share things that I personally do what I've recommended to patients over the years, which I, I don't operate a full-time practice. So I want everybody to know that anymore. Um, but I still end up working with people, um, uh, sometimes. And so here, so here's what I do every morning. I start off doing what I call, I call it my spiritual triathlon. And so I do three things. The first thing I do, I start off with gratefulness and praise for me. I believe in God and I, I praise God and just, I, I get really thankful and grateful for, for all the things I have. So this morning, and I usually put my hands in the air. Sometimes I put on a, you know, a, a worship song and I just say, God, I just thank you for my, um, 
you know, first off, I thank you that I can have a relationship with you, that you're a perfect loving father, that you're for me, not against me. I thank you for my beautiful wife who pushes me to grow and who uh, is just so loving. I thank you for my beautiful, you know, baby daughter, Arwen, who's eight months and just started crawling and just the joy I get to see her like doing that. I thank you that I have a roof over my head. So I just, I get grateful. So that's the, I do that for, I usually do 30 minutes in the morning. I'll do that for five to 10 minutes. And then I'll read something. I typically read my Bible. If it's not my Bible, it's a spiritual growth book or a devotional or something. And then what I do is I spend about 10 minutes in sort of prayer slash meditation. I, I try and listen and speak. I believe with God, it's a, it's a, it's a two-way conversation. And, and, you know, for me, I call the Bible calls it a still small voice. Essentially, it kind of sounds like you're conscious. It's, and you know, to recognize it based on what you've read, such as again, the Bible or things like that. And so for me, meditation, I do want to mention this too. A lot of times when people talk about meditation, they talk about clearing their mind and thinking about nothing and letting things enter. That's not the sort of meditation that I recommend to people. For, for myself, I recommend you take something and you chew on it and you converse with God about it as well. And you think about how to apply it and then you take action with it. So for me, like if I'm reading Corinthians, uh, you know, first Corinthians 13 in the Bible, and it's talking about love, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It does not dishonor others. So like, I will think about, okay, have I been kind this week? Who have I not been kind to? Do I need to go and apologize to somebody and say, Hey, I'm sorry for that outburst. Or, Hey, have I not been patient somewhere and thinking about how, how am I going to apply this to my life? How can I start? So I chew on it. I talk to God. I'm like, God, Hey, have I not been kind? Is there someone I've not been kind to, you know, in, in any ways? Well, Hey, you're in, in God's like, Hey, you know, when your mom called you about, you know, this thing for Christmas and calling your both grandmas still and whatever. And you said, mom, I don't, you know, I can't do that. Like, you know, right. Anyways, this is the real, I'm talking about real things, um, from yesterday. So, um, <laughs> anyways, cause my grandma here's, this is totally so such a side note. I have a grandma. I don't know if anyone has a grandma like this. When I talk to her, I've never had less than an hour conversation and I've heard the same stories every time I talk to her and I love her and I still call her, but my mom wants me to call her all the time anyway. So I love my grandma. Yeah. It's a whole, no, I hear you. No, whole, I hear yeah. you. I love that. I love your, uh, morning ritual triathlon. What did you call it? Spiritual triathlon. Spiritual triathlon. Oh, I love that so much. I think that's a great, it's a great prescription for everybody to do. I do something very similar to what you do that works for me and it's always worked for me. And awesome. I, I just, I, it's such a special time. Um, and to piggyback on what you're saying about your grandmother, like my grandma just lays on the guilt. Like I don't call enough, <laughs> even though I can call every day, it's still, you don't call enough. And it's like, I just talked to you yesterday, but yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. And it's like, I am yeah. grateful that my grandma's still here and you just have yeah, to, amen. you know, put yourself, put yourself in, in that, that mindset. Anytime we start a health journey, we can all use a little bit of support. And that's exactly what Paleo Valley provides. Paleo Valley provides products that prioritize nutrient density in an industry that prioritizes everything else. They believe that every dietary choice and every added ingredient is a powerful opportunity to love and care for oneself. And for me, that means doing everything in my power to make sure that my immune health is number one. Their Essential C Complex is a really great way to support your overall immunity. 
their turmeric complex soothes joints, muscle discomfort, banishes brain fog, and helps protect against DNA damage. And you guys all know how much I love my greens, all the superfoods. Their organic super greens is the best. It's organic, non-GMO, and they use absolutely no cereal grasses. Make your health number one. Go to paleovalley.com forward slash Rosie, that's R-O-S-I-E, to get your Paleo Valley products today. Use Rosie15 to get an additional 15% off of your order. So visit paleovalley.com forward slash Rosie and enter the code Rosie15 to get an additional 15% off at checkout. And now back to our show. Um, I have one final question for you um, yeah. before I let you go. I obviously, I can talk to you for hours. There's so many things. I have so many notes. Um, I'm really great at taking um, taking notes. Wow. And I, um, I learned so much just from this conversation. Again, I can't wait to read Ancient Remedies because I know that there's going to be a lot of stuff in there for me, just selfishly for myself. Um, but for you, I know that you spoke a little bit about what keeps you motivated and you're an entrepreneur, you're, um, you're a doctor, you are a health and wellness expert. What is the most important thing that you do for your own health? Oh gosh. I mean, can I comment on the first thing you said though, per, essentially yeah. purpose? So, so let me say this too, that one of the things I think one of the most important things I do for my own health, I do think the spiritual triathlon is a big part of it. The other thing I'll say though, is I think I have a sense of purpose in knowing what I'm called to do. You know, I, I think when you look at studies on lifespan, it's actually crazy when you look at when somebody retires, essentially says, I'm not doing anything anymore how soon they tend to, how that increases the likelihood of somebody passing away and dying, somebody who retires versus doesn't. Because essentially there's a less of a purpose of knowing, hey, here's what I'm contributing, here's what I'm doing. So for me, I go back and I, I know with all certainty my identity, which I'm a child of God, and so I'm, I'm, I'm called to do certain things and I have that, that relationship. I know there's eternity. So I don't live for tomorrow. I live for knowing like, Hey, I'm going to be around for eternity. And what I do, even after I pass away in this life, what I do afterward, that that's a big deal. So like, if I'm in a situation where I have a choice to do something dishonest right here versus be honest, I know, Hey, this might get me ahead here being dishonest, but in eternity, it doesn't benefit me that way. And I really believe we are called to love God, love people and make earth more like heaven. In heaven, there is no poverty. Everyone is well-fed. In heaven, there's no garbage laying around. And actually, eventually, earth here will be, this is where heaven will be. And so that being said, knowing like, hey, like if there's trash on the ground, like I'm picking it up because like I'm gonna be here a long time. You know what I'm saying? And so like, I think about this, like, hey, like if I'm, if I'm, you know, landscaping my yard, like I'm gonna make it the most beautiful thing ever. If I am... Um, you know, I know in my life, like I'm called to take care of people who are poor or fight for social injustice because there, 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 there's no, you know, racism in heaven. Like, like that's not how God operates is everybody anyway. So all that being said, like, so I'm fighting for those things. So I just feel like for myself, the greatest thing I think I have for my health, the, the reason I am excited and passionate and everything else is I feel like I know what I'm called to do. I'm called to have a deep, intimate relationship with God. I'm called to have a deep, intimate relationship with my wife. And by the way, love by 
culture's terms is, hey, how do you feel? Hey, oh, I'm sorry, I fell out of love with you. That's not the definition of the Bible and throughout time. Love is, I'm a commitment. It's covenant. It's like, till death do us part, no matter how you know bad Chelsea and I have like a, a bad day or something happened, I'm loving you no matter what. I'm called to be kind. I'm called to be paid. All those things. So that being said, I know I'm called to love God, love people, and I'm called to bring heaven to earth. And so I think for my health, that's number one. Because of that, I do my spiritual triathlon. And because of that, I focus on eating the best I possibly can, having that mindset. So I don't ask the question. Here's what a lot of people do, Rosie. What can I get away with? I ask the question, what can I do to be the best that I can be so I can be 90 years old and helping people still and loving people? And so it's like, that's why this morning I had a goji berry, you know, porridge, and then I had turmeric golden milk bone broth smoothie, which actually tasted great, you know, but it's... um. Gosh, I could talk a lot more, and I know we have so much time. <laughs> no, I had, uh, anyway, I have but... my ancient nutrition bone broth uh, protein every morning. That is my breakfast. I load it up, and I put you know all my I put spinach in there, and banana, and apple. I put awesome. Depending on blueberries or raspberries, depending on what I want to. Um, and the vanilla and the chocolate, I have to alternate because they're both really delicious and it just really depends on, you know? Um, so yes, thank you for everything, for creating all of this incredible content and putting all of this ancient wisdom together for us to be able to consume and, and digest in a very palatable way. And thank you so much for, uh, everything that you do and for just being so inspiring about your, your faith and, and how you, uh, believe that your purpose is going to impact everybody. I feel like it does and it will. And I feel like I, I wish more of us felt that same drive and that same level of commitment. So that's my prayer for all of us is that we can get to that, to that place. So thank you. Amen. The final question is, uh, I think I said that already. This is the final, final question. It, right. It's pertaining to this podcast and why I created this podcast. I created Radically Loved because it is my belief similar to yours or exactly like yours that we are radically loved by God, source or whatever higher power you believe that the, the world, the universe works for us and not against us and that we are all radically loved. So the final question to you is, how do you feel radically loved? Oh man. So, so for me, I feel radically loved, uh, number one by God, knowing that, you know, I, I can look through my life and say, this is that because I have this relationship with God and, and by the way, here's the thing, like, I believe that, uh, as the Bible talks about, like we have to, God is constantly pursuing us and chasing after us. Some people pursue that relationship back with him and some don't. So, so I've pursued it back with him. And with that, I think that anytime Chelsea and I have set our heart on things, here's the thing. God knows the desire of your heart. It's like right now, I want to compare it to this. Like Arwen, I have my eighth month old daughter out there and I love her so much. I would do anything for her. I would lay down my life for her. I would do anything. And like, here's the thing, like, like Arwen, like my favorite thing, I love to see her laugh. Like when we see her laugh, like we are full of so much joy. Like there's nothing we could love more. And like, I think that when she gets older, like, I would love to see her using her gifts to add value to the world and see her loving people and all those things. But God doesn't want to see us 
working 90 hours a week and miserable and being mean to people and all those things. So all that being said, like, I know it's, it's the same thing. Like God is a perfectly loving father. He's a better father than I am to where he'd give his life or his son. He, like he'd give everything for us. So I think for me, like I feel so radically loved knowing how much God loves me. Every situation I've had in life and I can mm-hmm. say this over time, it's worked out better than I could have ever thought or hoped or imagined. You know, when I prayed for my wife, I'll give you an example. I prayed for a woman who was uh, mentally stimulating, physically breathtaking, and spiritually on fire for God. That was my, that was my thing I prayed for. And God gave me that and so much more. You know, when we've prayed for things, you know, for other people, for healing, we've seen people healed. When we've prayed for people financially, you know, we, we've, seen, we've seen God come through. So anyways, God has never failed me. He always comes through. So for me, like, I feel so radically loved knowing, again, even the story of the Bible, of God gave his son, think about that. Like, I think about sacrificing someone. I, that, that is such a big sacrifice. So knowing that I have had somebody do that for me. So I think, I think, I think that to me is like, I don't know. That's just, I, I love that question, by the way. Like, I'm just like lit up right now because I just know that's such a big deal. And there's so many people today, I think too, that they don't have empathy and maybe they don't feel that love. But I know for yeah. me, like that's, you know, that, that drives me, that fills me with joy. And so I feel, I, I feel pretty radically loved. Oh, Dr. Axe, thank you so much. I am so, so grateful for you and for being here. And I hope that this is the first of many conversations that are to come. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your space with us. We so appreciate it. And we look forward to hearing how everybody else enjoys this episode. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Let us know what you thought. And don't forget to go into the info button of this podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube and all of the links to connect with Dr. Axe will be there as well as links to his latest book and all of his social handles. So be sure to do all that. Thank you again, Dr. Axe, so much. Thanks, Rosie, for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.